Georgia's DBHDD is urging people to store and lock away all medications to prevent theft and keep them away from children and pets. Old medications can be disposed at Dropbox locations. Dropbox locations can be found at opioidresponse.info. From Georgia Public Broadcasting, this is On Second Thought. I'm Virginia Prescott. From waiting rooms across the country to the floor of the U.S. Capitol, health care is the biggest issue for American voters. One of the biggest challenges in Georgia is access to doctors and to pharmacies, especially in rural parts of the state. And then there is the cost of care. According to the Commonwealth Fund, a quarter of Americans report not filling prescriptions they can't afford. Some individuals, organizations, and policymakers aim to improve health care equity, access, and affordability. And we aim to explore some of those innovative solutions, starting with a nonprofit that distributes surplus drugs to low-income people. Kia Williams and Adam Kircher are two co-founders of Serum. It's now operating the Good Pill Pharmacy out of a warehouse in Gwinnett County, and they're here with me in the studio to talk about it. Kia, Adam, welcome. Thank you for having us today. We're thrilled. Absolute pleasure. Well, I'm glad to have you with us. And I want to get to the root of the problem a little bit before we look at what Serum is doing the conversation around affordable health care, that is often about cost of diagnosis or services, hospital stays, even seeing a doctor. Kia, how do prescription medications factor into health care issues here in the U.S.? Getting a diagnosis and seeing a doctor is an important component in this whole process of improving health, but it's not where it ends. Oftentimes, folks get a diagnosis, they need to take a medication, and we send them out the door, and they just can't afford it. One in four people in the U.S. right now can't afford the prescription drugs they need to stay healthy. So a typical serum patient might be on over three medications. They may live a far distance from a pharmacy, be elderly, not have a car. They could potentially be an hourly wage worker who has to take off of work and lose wages in order to make that commute. And then when they get there, they're faced with a cash price for medicine that's many times higher than what you or I would pay. And then to make matters even worse, prices vary so widely among pharmacies that they might have to visit multiple pharmacies just in order to cobble together the best price for each of their medications. So we see all these downstream impacts, avoidable emergency room visits, hospitalizations, that when we try to best quantify them, it actually costs our healthcare system over $100 billion every year. And the lack of access to medicine disproportionately impacts underserved groups, including communities of color, both in rural and urban areas. So what is Serum doing to help? Serum connects surplus unused medicine from places throughout the healthcare ecosystem. So we're talking manufacturers, wholesalers, long-term care facilities like nursing homes and pharmacies. So each of these types of facilities have a little bit of surplus that exists, um, either because they have a little bit of a safety stock or because of patient-level events, like someone has a dosage change or a medication is discontinued. And so all of that surplus across the healthcare ecosystem actually adds up to over five billion dollars of unused medicine that right now is going to waste every year. And let's clarify, this is not expired medicine. This is surplus. Surplus unexpired medications in healthcare institutions. So we're not talking about the medications in you and I medicine's cabinet. We're talking about unexpired medications that the reality is a lot of it where it ends up today is either in a medical waste incinerator burnt or in our water. 
And so what we do is we use technology to connect that surplus with the people who need it. So we have an online platform that allows these organizations to understand what they can donate, where they can donate. And we do really simple things like send people a box that they can put it in. It's really like adding a recycling program to their facilities because we believe if we can recycle a five cent Coke can, why aren't we recycling a $200 medication? So you don't accept donations from consumers? We do not accept donations from individuals. We get asked that question a lot. We're only focused on licensed healthcare facilities. And these are all medications that are unexpired and also no controlled substances, so no opioids. Okay. I was going to ask how they get to you. You send them a box and have them send it back to you? They put the medicine in the box, and then we get it directly to one of our partner clinics or charitable pharmacies. And so what's important here is in the state of Georgia, um, you know, we helped launch Good Pill Pharmacy to actually act as a statewide resource source for all low-income families. So the pharmacy takes in medications from pharmacies and nursing homes right here in Georgia. And then because Good Pill is a mail-order home delivery pharmacy, we're able to actually get those medications to folks, whether they live in the Atlanta metro area or they live in Fort Gaines, Georgia and rural Georgia. There's a huge issue of access in what we call pharmacy deserts, where, you know, everyone has heard of food deserts where folks aren't close to grocery stores, but there are countless communities in the state of Georgia that are pharmacy deserts. In urban areas, it could be that someone's a few miles from a pharmacy. In rural communities, oftentimes people, the closest pharmacy is over 10, 15 miles away. So you're talking about a potential 20, 30-minute commute each way just to be able to pick up your medications. And so by us being able to deliver those medications we're really giving people their time back and putting money back in their pocket in addition to being able to provide them with affordable medication that they otherwise are just not going to be able to get. This is a national program. Why did you set up in Georgia? We actually had a concerned citizen, uh, Mr. Les Gallant, had read about our work and wanted to see a program like this happen in Georgia. Um, We then connected with Representative Sharon Cooper, who's actually the chair of Health and Human Services on the House of Representatives side. But more importantly, her background is actually as a nurse. So she kind of knew firsthand that medication access is a crucial part of people getting better and living their best lives. So we actually worked with them on really revamping and creating a Good Samaritan drug donation uh, program here. So the policy side, super important, that allows this medicine donation program to happen and protects it. Yeah, I Uh, was wondering about that. There must be regulations about using surplus medicine and distributing them to consumer end, right? Exactly. So there's about 40 states in the U.S. that have drug donation laws that allow this type of work to happen. Georgia definitely has one of the strongest, if not the strongest law in the United States because it really not only enables, but it really prioritizes and really pushes folks to be able to donate by providing all the liability protections that one would need and really make it as easy as possible for healthcare institutions to do the right thing and donate. That's Kia Williams. She is here with Adam Kircher. They are two of the co-founders of the Good Pill Pharmacy here in Georgia. It repurposes unused surplus prescription drugs and provides them via mail order to low-income patients who need them. How does somebody qualify for the program? So here in Georgia, we're working with any individual who's either uninsured, underinsured, 
has too high of a copay or too high of a deductible, meaning they have a type of insurance, but their copays or deductibles could be thousands of dollars a year before their insurance actually kicks in. And the reality is if a family is making $20,000 a year, they're not going to be able to hit a $1,000 deductible to have their insurance kick in. And so instead of getting their medications, they're literally making the decision between picking up a prescription and buying groceries or paying rent. Mm. We don't think that's a fair decision for someone to have to make. And how did they find out about you? We are thrilled to have a coalition of community partners. Generally, we call it the safety net of clinics. So organizations like the Georgia Charitable Care Network, which represents free or low-cost clinics that are seeing low-income patients throughout the state. So we partner with these community providers to help identify, and these are the doctors and nurse practitioners and physician's assistants who are having the conversations with their patients and who really understand that people are making these trade-offs. And so they're making these referrals to our pharmacy to help ensure that their patients are getting quality care. But also, folks who are hearing about us on this wonderful program (laughs) can feel free to actually um, go on our website at goodpill.org and register with us, and we can start filling your medications. We try to make it as easy as possible for people to either send their prescriptions directly to the pharmacy when they're sitting in their doctor's office. They can tell their doctor they'd like them to be filled at Goodpill, or... Um, What oftentimes happens is someone goes up to that retail pharmacy counter, is given a bill that they just can't afford, and so they abandon that prescription there. We also have the ability to actually transfer that prescription to be filled at Good Pill and mailed directly to someone's home. So I understand that you all started this kind of as a weekend project, people who are interested. What was the background and what was the motivation? Adam? Absolutely. The idea was inspired after I just made a trip to Indonesia. Uh, I saw in the news that a tsunami had devastated some of the places I had just visited. Mm. So I followed the relief effort very closely, and it was taking months to distribute donated medicine. I live in a world in which I can order pretty much anything and get it within two days. And I wanted to use that same kind of technology and logistics to be able to get life-saving medications to the people who needed them. Um, So I joined forces with my co-founders, George and Kia, and together we discovered that there was over $5 billion, B as in billion dollars of waste um, that was just not getting to the people who needed it. So the three of us started nights and weekends. We were soon managing hundreds of thousands of dollars of donations. And so we decided, let's quit our jobs. Let's do this full time. Uh, George at the time was a neuroscientist at Stanford. Keo had done a lot of amazing policy work at the American Heart Association. Um, I was a former McKinsey consultant, uh, and I dropped out of uh, Harvard Business School. Um, But we've never looked back. It's been an incredible journey. Uh, We've made a great impact so far, and I think we're just at the tip of the iceberg here. Yeah, but but we do have the experience of people putting all of their photos into a failed startup or other personal material into the hands of servers of great ideas. How are you going to make sure that people who sign up and depend on serum or good pill for affordable drugs can continue to get them? We have a very sophisticated algorithm that basically holds stock until we have enough medicine so that when we do offer medications to a patient, we can continue them on that therapy um, indefinitely. One of our biggest fears would be to start someone on a medication and then not be able to see that through. And so we're very careful in order to make sure that they can continue that medicine from us. Have you ever run out of stock of any kind of medications? 
We have. So, you know, that is one thing that we so across the board um, at Serum, obviously, donated stock is not guaranteed. Um, And so what we work a lot on is making sure that we're looking at like historical data. So we've been running Serum since 2011. So we have about seven years of historic data on what medications are surplus and which ones have been donated. So we're able to use all of this historic data to project forward kind of what's going to happen, what are we going to get in our system. But the reality of what a lot of our innovation is, is that we're not relying on one or two big organizations to supply our surplus. We're getting donations from hundreds of organizations. So it's really creating a network effect where if one organization doesn't donate, you know, this month, we have 10 more who might still donate that same product. And so we really believe that this aggregation of the small amount of surplus from all over, that's really the secret sauce in so many ways into us being able to have a sustainable pharmacy going forward that can offer folks medications on an ongoing basis rather than a one-off. Did you ever consider becoming a for-profit company? This seems like something that would be very bankable. We are committed on mission first, providing access to low-income people in America. No one should be making this decision between groceries and prescription drugs. So how do we provide a low-income family, an underserved family with the medicine that they need and not have to you know, upcharge them. I mean, that's a lot of what is happening right now in the healthcare system. So how do we do this for as little as possible? So in Good Pill, most of our medications, over 400 generic medications, we're asking for folks to pay a $2 administrative fee for a month's supply of medication. We could not do that if we were not a philanthropic nonprofit organization who's putting access first. Has there been any pushback from for-profit pharmacies or pharmaceutical companies, for example, or politically? We were worried about that at first. We were kind of in a stealth mode as a nonprofit. But as soon as we were featured, I think, in the New York Times, we had a manufacturer approach us and say that they wanted to donate through our platform. So a lot of those fears were unfounded. And I think one of the things that makes us so powerful is that we are aggregating hundreds of different donors from across the country. And manufacturers, for-profit pharmacies are all part of that equation. What is the incentive for these companies that have surplus drugs kicking around to give them to you? Well, they get a tax deduction, and destruction is very regulated and can cost $1 to $3 a pound. So there's a huge business case for donors to donate their product rather than destroying it. So what is the goal for Good Pill and for Serum overall, let's say five years We're now coming out of our first full year of operations. Um, You know, we did our official launch in 2018, January. We actually now have redistributed to patients over $5 million of medication at Good Pill alone. And we're actually on track by the end of this year to reach $10 million of donated medications to Georgia residents alone. And that's wholesale value. It's working. This is the tip of the iceberg. We really feel like this solution of surplus unused medications, this could be an answer for our high drug cost problem that we have as a nation. And so we are proving that every day, every month, 
one pill at a time and $10 million by the end of this year. And so into the future, we're looking at the how do we get to $100 million of unused medicine? How do we prove that we can save the healthcare system millions of dollars on the actual prescription drug costs, but also on the $18 billion of avoidable emergency room visits that happen every year, on the unnecessary hospitalizations, on the fact that Every day right now in the U.S., you know, there was a study that came out that showed most families don't know where they would get $400 or $1,000 if they had an emergency. Us putting hundreds of dollars back in people's pockets has real impact on things like housing, on things like employment, on people's health. And so we think that this is a real solution to tackle so many of the poverty issues that we have in this country. Kia Williams, thank you so much for speaking with us. Thank you for having us. Adam, thank you very much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Adam and Kia are co-founders, two of the co-founders of the national nonprofit company Serum and the Georgia-based Good Pill Pharmacy that repurposes unused surplus prescription drugs to provide them to low-income patients who need them, and they send them via mail order. We're going to leave you with, let's say, the jam, the bitterest pill. Stay with us. There's more on Second Thought coming up after a short break. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.